everybody, welcome back to Discover Spring Ford. I'm standing in front of Dirks Pest Management Specialists, located at 411 North Lewis Road in Limerick Township. Today, I'm sitting down with the owners, Mike and Nancy Dirks. I'm Jeff Desiato, a professional actor, part-time realtor, and transplant to the Spring Ford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Spring Ford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Spring Ford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Spring Ford. Mike and Nancy, thank you so much for allowing me to come into uh, your business and sit down and have this conversation with you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank really you for appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I know it's been a long time coming, um, trying to get something on the schedule. Busy lives and, and life gets in the way and holidays and all that kind of stuff. So glad to be here. Um, and why don't we go back to the beginning? You guys can tell us a little bit about your personal journeys. Um, I know just talking before we started filming, uh, you know, neither of you necessarily thought you'd end up where you are today. And Absolutely I'm not. kind of in the same boat. So. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit of your personal story. So either of you can start. You start oh, okay. <clears throat> well, I uh, I grew up in a little area called Belmont Hills down in Palakim in Lower Mary Township. And uh, graduated from Harrington High School and moved out to Bridgeport in 1982. Uh, at that time, I met some people from Bridgeport, really good friends that uh, talked me into becoming a police officer. And I became a police officer in 1984 for Bridgeport. So working for Bridgeport Police Department... And for four years, and then I got hired up at West Norton Township Police Department, where I worked as a, uh, a police officer. So in 19, or 2002, it was 2002, I actually uh, got injured on duty, and they put me out on disability. So I got uh, started, I needed a whole new career. So wow. pest control was one of my part-time jobs, so I worked for another company for a few years to learn the business. Uh, and uh, it was a friend of mine ran the business, and he was gracious enough to allow me to learn it from him. Mm. And then uh, we went out on our own. About when did you, how, how long after you had been um, put out on disability did you start your own? Um, it, was that kind of around the same time that you you worked it, for somebody else, and then once you were, you know, set loose yeah. or whatever, like you just started the business right away? Or did you work for that other person for a number of years after being on the police force? Well, you know, most police officers have more than one job, so <clears throat> right. pest control was one of my part-time jobs, yeah. along with, like, armed security and stuff like that. So what I did was uh, I was doing it part-time, mm -hmm. and then when I was put out on disability in 2002, uh, I went to work for another company full-time. So after doing two years full-time, we had started our uh, our business full-time after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, sorry, uh, I just wanted to make sure. We started filming, and I wanted to make sure that I didn't have my phone going off. I'm so professional. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but we're laid back. I always try to get people to understand yeah. that. It's a laid back show, and so much so that I'm like turning off my phone right in the mid, mid conversation. So I apologize. So um, we started in 2004. Okay. Uh, full time. And we started one job at a time, believe it or not. Really? It was, it was pretty tough. So I have friends of mine that own security companies. So I would work. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays, we did, we dedicated to do pest control. And uh, Nancy, being a stay-at-home mom, ran wow. the office from home. So we started right in our home, and then Nancy would run the office, and we would schedule every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And then our, our goal was, once we booked up those two, those three days, 
then we would add another day on. Right. And we would add another day on. And then while the supplemental income there, I would work uh, homeland security and, and uh, armed security okay. in banks in Philadelphia and for the water company and so forth. With, because I was able to carry a firearm, okay. so I was able to do armed security. So you were doing that on those uh, those alternate days mm-hmm. when you weren't doing pest control. Man, that must have been uh, a nerve-wracking time, I would imagine. It just as, uh, you know, my wife, one of the reasons I got into real estate and, and being self-employed was because my wife took on, she went back to work as a teacher. So to be the, the main principal breadwinner and starting a business from scratch, that must have been a, an interesting endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> so you're about to celebrate 15 years yeah. As a, yes. as doing it full, or you already have uh, fifteen years. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, where was the biz- Where were you guys when the business started? Were you in the Springford area, or was it when you were still in the Methacton area, or West Norrington area? No, we were Springford. Well, yeah, we moved into Springford area in two thousand and three. Okay, and uh, we started running right out of our home. Really? Yeah. That's so we incredible. started in Springford Collegeville area. Okay, and then we ran it out of our house until uh, we got four years ago. Yeah. Oh really? So and this location is pretty new. This location. Oh okay. Do you know? Was this a, a commercial business before you purchased no. it? <clears throat> no, it was a residential uh, home. But uh, this is called the Lewis Road o- Overlay. So okay. they want to change a lot of this the township into commercial. Yeah, it properties. seems like there's a lot of business businesses along this Lewis I'll Road for sure. Yeah. yeah. So we had to uh, go for rezoning. Okay. And Limerick Township was so gracious. I mean, they were really good to us. That's great. And uh, they made it happen for us. I mean. Because of Limerick Township, we were able to operate out of here. Yeah. And uh, and at this time, we employed 20 local residents. That's incredible. We have 20 yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we've really grown, and the township is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. I can imagine that where you guys are now is probably difficult to see in those early days, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're just trying to get another, yeah. another job lined up, another job trying to fill up those days to yeah. now have 20 people going out. Yeah, I don't think we really decided to really make it grow until all four of our kids literally came to us and said, we want, we want to be part of the business. Really? That was a few years ago. That's so, incredible. Well, after 08, and the, our kids were still in school, so right. after 08, and they saw the way the economy was so unstable back then that, you know, they saw a lot of their friends going to college. Our kids went to college, but they saw, like, their friends getting out and having all that debt. They thought, you know what? We're just going to get into the family business. Not finding jobs. That's really cool. Yeah, so you have four kids in a business now. That's incredible. Yeah, and and to have that in you know injection of youth and uh, you know to be able to to really help and and provide strengths that maybe you guys didn't have in this day and age. You know, different backgrounds, different upbringings, different skill sets is is probably I would imagine helpful. Uh, You know, as you guys, sure you don't want to be doing this. No. You know, in your 80s and stuff, you don't want to still be like no, running out no. and booking things. So to have people to pass the baton on that you love and trust, as opposed to having it, and because I would imagine, especially since you have your name on the business, you know, hiring people must, you know, it takes uh, some trust to bring people on because yeah. they're representing not only the business but the Dirk's name. So yeah. I'll tell you, being a retired police officer, I don't hire too many people that I don't know. Yeah, you know, because oh, my sure. name yeah. is on every job, and, yeah. and that's one of the things that. That concerns me all the time. So I, we make sure that we uh, we check everybody out really well before yeah. before we hire them. And just about, I think everybody that we have working for us now, we know we have some type of connection with. Okay. So we don't really it's have a, yeah, like a friend or a family yeah. member or a friend, you know, a mutual friend reference. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a connection with just about everybody. Yeah. And then we do all of our checks. Right. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you put it on the job application. You know. 
you are now applying for a job working for a former police officer. <laughs> Answer these questions truthfully or whatever. But uh, yeah. I know I would think twice if I was going to be dishonest on an application for it because yeah, you got uh, connections. <laughs> yeah. We, we have a good reputation. That's we don't great. want to jeopardize a reputation with a bad hire. So. Yeah. yeah. yeah we well, I, I've heard that, yeah, people say that. Like hiring is the, the hardest part of, of having a business because – a bad hire can cost you more money than, Absolutely. you know, than, than, you know, a bad job or something like that, yeah, you know, because really. you can kind of, you know, if you, if you build loyalty with a customer and, and there's a, you know, a, a bad experience or something like that, you can redeem that. But if it's, if it's a person, uh, that can kind of, you know, sully the waters a little bit. So yeah, yeah. thankfully yeah. I was a one man operation and that's still in that regard. Cause I'm, I'm kind of a, a control freak in that regard. So <laughs> like, I can't imagine like, that was for early days of being like, I'm, I'm not going to be there. You're going to take this and you're going to run with it. And, you know, you kind of have to, you know, take the training wheels off a little oh, bit. Yeah. So having your family involved probably helps. With oh, that it is awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's it awesome because one of them are always here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then what are your uh, your children's things that are involved in the business? So Lauren, uh, I have Lauren and Dylan who are both the CSRs. So okay. they are two of them who answer the phones when, okay. you know, customers call. And then, of course, we have Michael and Sean who are... 20, what, 6 and 26. Okay. Um, they are technicians. Are they twins? Sales. No, uh, so okay. we're a blended family. Oh, okay. No, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Sean and Michael, the two 26-year-olds, are both sales slash technicians. Okay. So that's where we're uh, the roles that they're taking over. And then Dylan and Lauren, the two well, one's 22, one's 23 now. Yeah. All four of our kids are graduates from Springford. Oh, okay. Uh, they uh, they run the office. So they're overseeing the office, and we have two other people. So there's four four uh, CSRs in the office, and then Nancy and myself. Wow. And then the, the street, we have the uh, what, 16, 16 technicians. 16 That's technicians. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, it grew. Yeah. You know what happens? When, when you do good work, yeah. and people know that you're doing it, and you're charging a fair price, and reputation just makes your business grow. Yeah. I mean, we have Absolutely. we're like a five star company. I mean, if you if you look at our reviews, right, we're five star. That's and incredible. we want to keep it that way. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. I would I, have you noticed now that you guys have some visibility? I don't know where your business was before you bought this <clears throat> space, but obviously being on the what you called it, the Lewis Overlay, yeah, yeah uh, Lewis Road Overlay. Um, I mean, I drive. I actually come by here all the time. I live right off of. Uh, I don't know. People probably have seen me. They know where I live now. <laughs> I'm not very. Uh, yeah, you can't. I'll just hide. say I live right inside Rogers Ford Borough, where King Road turns into Fifth Avenue. Yeah, I live in that area, vice so vicinity. But I'm always passing your business, like because yeah. I'm coming down Lewis Road. Like for any time I'm up north anywhere, my dad lives in Pennsburg and stuff, so I'll come up. Um, have you noticed how, since now that you have your physical location, the brick Absolutely. and mortar, that people drive? You know, they drive past, they see the name. There's recognition there. And then business has started to come from that. Oh, yeah. People say that all the time. They were driving by. And then I think directly right in front of the building here because of all the school buses yeah. at the time. It back up at like, what, four, three, Oh, four yeah, in the school, yeah. Yeah, people tell us that all the time. I was driving <laughs> yeah. by and I saw your building. Yeah, so. and then when the ants come every spring, they're like, ah, where, yeah. where, where can I get some? Oh, yeah, I remember. I just... I was sitting outside of a building in rush hour traffic, yeah, cursing the people in front of me, and I saw your name. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's good. As long as they don't hit the sign, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Has that happened yet? I can imagine. No, we had a guy in the front yard one time. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, uh, not, I, I tend to 
bring up other episodes when we're talking, but uh, I interviewed Bill Potashio of Potashio Driving School, and they're yeah. right in Gibbons Fast Tag. Yeah. yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, another, you know, like Springford area, like local that everybody knows, <laughs> you know, the Potashio name. Um, they actually had someone drive right into, not one of his students, uh, but somebody drove right into the Fast Tag building. Oh. Yeah, uh, and they had a pic- they took a picture of it because there was a car in the in the window and right above the window it said Patachio Driving School. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like how perfect is that? I like, saw that. The, the, yeah. I saw the damage. Yeah, it was terrible. But it's just so he was like, I don't know. Like, if this is like ironic or what, but like it's, it either, it's, I can either use it as a good marketing thing to say like come to Patachio Driving School so this doesn't happen to you, or it could reflect very poorly because they'll think that this is what happens when you get into school. But no, they're cool. they do great great job. Actually, I just saw he uh, he's looking for more instructors. So if anybody wants to uh, <laughs> to teach, if you complain about the drivers in the Springport area. You know, maybe you can help them out. But anyway, yeah. and then they won't get anybody on their front lawn. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Nancy, tell me a little bit about uh, your background. Obviously, you were not a a, a pest no, control mogul I growing up. You didn't have aspirations. Never, of, no, yeah. absolutely not. And if somebody told me I was doing this, I would have never believed them. So I actually grew up in King of Prussia, okay. Marion Township. And Growing up, I think I knew by the age of maybe 10 or 11 that I wanted to be a school teacher. So I literally spent my time every weekend, probably from the age of like 10, 11, babysitting. I babysat the whole entire neighborhood. Uh, Finally, when I graduated from high school, I decided to uh, attend Montgomery County Community College for education, which is what I did. Graduated with an associate degree, and then from there... um, I oh, went to Temple University in Anchor oh, okay. and did graduate with my secondary education, excuse me, secondary education there. Um, and of course, it took me about maybe eight to 10 years to actually get my final degree because I was working, right. you know, raising my kids. And then I actually went and got my master's degree at oh, Beaver wow. College, okay. which is now Arcadia. Arcadia. Yeah. So, yeah, and when I tell people I graduated from Beaver, they have no idea what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, so. I remember when it was Beaver. I think my dad took classes there or graduated from there. I can't remember. Uh, he went back to school after. You know, he didn't go to college right out of high school. He went back as an adult and got a degree, and I thought it was from Beaver, but maybe he just took some of his credits there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's not, it's amazing just to hear all these because it's all similar areas to where I grew up and, and live. Many, you know, I'm very familiar with all the areas. You just mentioned Temple Ambler and everything. Yeah. I used to live in North Wales and, you know, would – go back and forth to Jenkintown and stuff. And nice. all these names are, you know, bringing back memories. So um, tell me a little bit about, you mentioned how you, you did pest work on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that come about? Because, I mean, you could have taken a number of different side jobs when you were in the force. Well, how did it become uh, pest control? Oh, well, years ago, uh, I was friends with a fully police officer that was involved with uh, pest control. Okay. And he talked to me about it when I was like 18. Oh, really? To get into the pest control business with him. So I always had an interest in it. Yeah. And then uh, when I was needed a side job, I had a friend of mine that had a business. And uh, I started working with them in okay. the business. And then I just did it on the side for myself. Yeah. You know, I, I uh, studied and got every license there was in pest control. And uh, and then I just started doing it a little at a time on my days off. Yeah. You know, I was a police officer and a police mountain bike officer. So... When I had a day off or something, I needed something I could work around my schedule. Okay. And pest control fit right in there. Oh, that's cool. So that's when I started doing the pest control on the side. And then it, it, after I got injured, it became a, a full-time career. Yeah. I, I needed to find a whole new career. Yeah. 
and that was it. And yeah, it was a natural transition because yeah. you already had the background in that. Yeah, yeah. and I and knew it, it would work because he knows everybody. Oh, right. <laughs> Being a prior police officer, he knows yeah. absolutely everybody. Well, you know, I was a police officer for almost 20 years, and, and I was a volunteer firefighter, and I was always involved in helping people. Right. And believe it or not, even though, you know, you're charged for doing work, mm-hmm. you're still helping people. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? And uh, I've always been part of a community. I love being part of a community. You know, yeah. community is a big thing. Yeah, for sure. Whether it's in church, whether it's in your life. I just like community. I grew up in a small community. So I was saying Belmont Hills. Yeah. And uh, it was family-oriented. And I, I find this area to be the same way. And yeah. then in Bridgeport, I was in Bridgeport for a few years, which was the same. I, I just like helping people. So yeah. here That's we are so, it's so uh, It's so amazing that you just said, like Bridgeport, like seriously, like the last... Like three of the last five interviews I've done, people were from Bridgeport. Yeah. Giovanni from Giovanni, yeah. or John as he goes by, uh, and then Alicia from the Big Easy. Yeah. They both mentioned Bridgeport as part of, you know, they both live there it's for a large community. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Like, so it's, oh, I love it's funny that in the first season, a lot of the people I interviewed, they were all from Upper Darby, and they ended up in Springport. So we were like, oh, what is it about, you know, that brought people from Upper Darby? And now season two must be like the transplants from Bridgeport or something like that. It's kind of funny how that works out. Too. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like it, like I, again, like kind of we were talking about before. Like it, doing this show, it's made me realize like so there's so many connections that we have as people. Sometimes we focus on the the differences that we have instead of the similarities. You know, so it's really encouraging to sit down with you guys and just hear. You know, one of the things I really enjoy about this is hearing like. Sometimes you, you hear about the fears and the, the, the doubts that you have as you're starting a business or you're running a business um, or you're involved in civil service or whatever it may be. And it makes you realize, like, we're all just, like, human beings trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. instead of, like, everybody starting to label each other and, you know, talk down to each other or, or insult, you know, that's that's kind of the world we live in, unfortunately. But it really kind of restores my faith in humankind <laughs> to yeah. sit down and talk with and hear your story. It's really awesome. Yeah. So, go ahead. And that's what we call oh, it, the name. Thirst. Oh, really? Because, like Nancy said, I just knew so many people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just knew tons of people. And so, we struggled in the beginning. I was trying to come up with, like, some fun names. Right. And then Nancy goes, well, why don't you just name it Dirks? Because everybody knows Because everybody, everybody knows your name. Yeah. Knows and they'll know how to find you. So. Yeah. And that's, that's really interesting. Because I did the same thing um, when I was getting into real estate. Not to, I always tend to talk about myself a little bit. But, um. Well, I had the option of joining a team, like a real estate team, and then you kind of just like everybody shares a piece of the pie, like right. of all the work that gets done, um, or you would go out on your own and you would have to start from scratch. Essentially, everybody's like, "Oh, you should join a team because the business is the name is in the you know the team name is yeah. recognizable, and then you can just kind of learn the business." But then you find out that like if you ever wanted to go out on your own, any business you got while you're on the team stays with the team. You have to yeah. start over. So it's like if I'm going to start from scratch. I want to earn my lumps now. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't want to like start over four years from now when I decide to go out on my own. Right. Um, and I thought the same thing, Desiato. Like, you know, at least with my friends and family, it was a recognizable name. And, you know, they under, they knew my family. They trusted us. So, and they knew me. So I was like, all right, well, Desiato Homes will be like my loose business name or whatever because I want it to reflect what they're going to experience from a business value standpoint, core values. You know, they know you as a person. They know what you're all about. They yeah. can trust you as a you know, a partner in business. So that's really cool to hear that you said that. Cause again, that's one of those things where I was like, that's like-minded people, you know, that's interesting. So, uh, as, uh, we wrap up, uh, how can people, uh, get in touch with you guys? What's the best way, um, to find out about Dirks? 
That's you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that's me? <laughs> well, we have a we have a, a pretty good software package. Yeah. And uh, we have a bunch of different phone numbers. So I mean, yeah. the numbers on our sign. Yeah. Uh, the numbers are on our trucks. What you have to do today, from our, what our website guy tells us, is Google Dirks and it pops up on. Yeah. On the internet, yeah, that's good. So I don't know any other Dirks, so uh, the like best personally, pest yeah. Company. <laughs> will they come up if you put the best pest control yeah. company? I'm sure it will. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the links uh, to your business, your phone number, your address, all that stuff. I'll, you know, we always put it below the videos. Yeah. So people will be able to yeah. click out to your Facebook page and everything. Yeah, but they can just put in DirksPMS.com. For, okay. For pest management specialist, and okay, that'll pop up that way. Yeah. Very good. But uh, and we struggled with the PMS for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I was just—I didn't want to say, but uh, I think it's funny. Yeah, and, for, for and until the website you. guy. What is that? The tagline is for what's bugging you. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. So until our web designer thought it was pretty funny too, then Nancy decided it was okay to go with Dirk's PMS too. Yeah, <laughs> it's people will remember it, and it's a lot easier typing in than the full oh, absolutely. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. so absolutely. and that's another thing, like the name, even though it. It's pest management specialist. That's because when we started our business, when I got hurt on the police department, I chose the top specialist. I had uh, seven surgeons. Oh, man. And uh, I thought when you want to get the best, you go to a specialist. Right. And that's where we come up with the pest management specialist. Even though it's real long. Yeah. That's what we, we, we pride ourselves on being a specialist in pest control. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And I... Uh... I wish you guys continued success here uh, in the Springford area. Always love meeting new people and, uh, you know, building a lasting relationship, whether that's through, uh, you know, hopefully I won't have pest problems, but if I do, <laughs> I, I now know who to call. So uh, whether it's the Bug Busters or the, you know, the, the Dirk's uh, Pest Management Specialist, I know that, that Bug Busters is probably a name you probably secretly still wish you had used, but I think you're good with Dirks. I think, I think you got it, got it right. Yeah, we're glad it's, it's worked. <laughs> yeah, so um, as, we, uh, as we close the show, uh, any final thoughts that you guys would like to share to let people know about the business? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always love interviewing a husband and wife. There's just, like so much unseen that it probably doesn't even translate for the camera, but just like the eye contact. Yeah. Like, it, there's so much said that's not said, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, we're just a, uh, a local Honest. family business. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're honest, hardworking. We have our four children are in the business. Yeah. Uh, we employ 20 people that are local. Yeah. And uh, and when you choose Dirks, you choose family. That's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So if you guys have any pest problems whatsoever, even if it's just a member of your family that's really getting on your nerves, um, <laughs> just send them to work at Dirks. They'll straighten them up. <laughs> They're used to working with families. So. Uh, <laughs> well, Nancy and Mike, thank you guys so thank much. You. I really appreciate the time. I'm glad we were finally able to do this. Um, and thanks for making it so easy to talk thank to you guys. Oh, I really you. appreciate thank it. Yeah, no problem. Thank nice. you. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Discover Spring Ford. I want to thank you for watching and thank Mike and Nancy for their time today, as well as the whole staff at Dirks Pest Management Specialists. If you'd like to find out more about Dirks, you can click the links below the video. And if you get in touch with them, make sure you let them know that you heard about them through Discover Spring Ford. If you'd like to support Discover Spring Ford going forward, you can do that in a number of ways. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at tv.discoverspringford.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast, which is available on any podcast app and is the best way to stay up to date with everything in the Springford area on the go. 
You can download the podcast on your phone and take it with you on the road, to the gym, or just listen around the house. Thanks again for watching this episode. I want to encourage you to come back next week. But until then, get out there on your own journey to discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore.